0: Hello, everybody. It's Grizzly from Lexington, Kentucky. Give me a coast to coast, around the world. We brought somebody back into the studio today. Where we're going to talk about? I have no idea. We're going to let it flow and go where it goes. So grab a drink, grab a chair, sit back and relax. Let's see where he takes us. How are you doing today, sir?
1: I am doing wonderful.
0: Great, great. Introduce yourself to everybody,
1: folks. I am Daniel Brewer. I am host of NTR Daily and Night Talks Radio on Spreaker.com.
0: Oh, that's awesome! That is, don't you have a couple of shows? Or
1: that's correct. Uh, the first one that I mentioned there, I, I probably jumbled them together just a smite, but. NTR Daily is one show, and Night Talks Radio is a second show. So Night Talks Radio, that is on the weekends. That is a more a sort of coast-to-coast AM style format of a show. Uh, More serious, I guess you could say. And NTR Daily is more of a uh, laid-back version uh, where we talk about uh, news, uh, you know, regional, uh, national, international, um, and just talk about stuff in general that uh, well bothers us.
0: <laughs> right. No, I mean you're right on that. That's
1: uh, you got that's you got to have a sourced event, and that's what NTR Daily is really.
0: Yeah, and I, and I totally agree with you on that. You know, I mean sometimes you could have outlets out and stuff like that. So, yeah, what is your uh, special forte?
1: Well, uh, like I said, I am host of those shows. Uh, I kicked this off in 2017 or so. Uh, it originally started out, uh, as I told the audience before, um, as a blog on Facebook. You know, I kind of wrote stories and this and that, you know, and uh, would comment with people, talk back and forth, maybe do some live chats. But it it never went any further than that. Uh, But uh, after about two or three years or so, uh, I ended up getting into the radio industry. And once I did that, I started learning some key things that one needs to know. To do a radio broadcast. So I decided to step out and do a radio broadcast. So uh, that is how Night Talks Radio came to be. And of course, you've had Jennifer Gregerson on the show just yesterday, as a matter of fact. Oh, yes. And uh, she is my co host, of course. And that's the first time that I actually, when we started this show out back. uh, on the radio through uh, Spreaker.com, um, it was originally going to be just me. I had never anticipated having a co-host or anything of that nature, but Jennifer uh, had heard me on the radio on the other uh, network that I was with and uh, other show and decided that she wanted to take a stab at it. And it turns out she is excellent. Excellent at so it. Awesome. So, So I'm I said, you know that. what? Come on aboard, <laughs> the more yeah, the merrier. I, I mean, it,
0: it it tickles me pink to to see couples, you know, to do the same thing and have the same interests and everything like that.
1: Well, uh, you know, it it, 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 it it really is because you know, you do have uh uh couples out there that do radio together, and we're talking big names, you know, like uh, Jimmy Church, for example, and and stuff yeah. like that. You know, but they've always been in the background sort of, you know, they do help with production and things like that. Uh, We don't see too many shows nowadays where you have, uh, you know, a married couple or a boyfriend, girlfriend actually doing a show together where it's host and co-host. So that's quite rare. You
0: don't. You don't. So and, you know, speaking of that, we're uh, starting up another podcast. It's going to be once a week. We're trying to figure it out. It's probably going to be on a Wednesday. It's it's not going to be really too much about, you know, a paranormal or a Bigfoot. It's going to be, you know, I guess more along uh, the lines like you're talking about. Uh, where okay. it goes, who knows what's going to be said. I don't yeah. have a focus, so
1: I like that.
0: You know, so we're going to give it a shot. Uh, my podcast, uh, it has taken off. I, I've done so many. I know it's hard for people to keep up with.
1: I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, you are, yeah, you fly like crazy, but that's a good thing. That's yeah. a good thing. You yeah, have con. You have content. Up, up
0: top, you know, with everything.
1: Right, right.
0: So, what's up, Kim J? And Kim J says, what's up, Dan?
1: <laughs> Kimmy, how you doing? I know exactly so, who you are.
0: <laughs> but, uh, you know, talking about stuff like that and yeah. and I had you on the show previously and we mentioned right. about some of your shows that you do and so forth but you know what got you into this realm of Bigfoot and the paranormal
1: well you know since I was uh in my late teens I uh, I had a fascination with radio. We'll just start out with radio. Okay. Um, I heard Art Bell for the first time when I was about 17, 18 years old, uh, obviously on coast to coast AM. And uh, once I heard him for about a day or two, I I said, you know what, this is something that I could definitely do. Uh, It was so enjoyable. It pulled me in um, I just I I loved every aspect of it. Uh, I wanted to do a show very similar. Um, so since you know I've done obviously other jobs in my life and things of that nature, very labor-intensive uh, jobs, uh, working for the railroad, Ford Motor Company, things like that. Um, once you got older. You know, I I felt that uh, radio, at least the way I wanted to do it, um, there was no way that I could get my foot in the door. You know, I thought it was just a fantasy. You know, you got to know people, things like that, you know. So I never anticipated that I would get the opportunity. Well, uh, about two years ago now, um, I ended up getting an opportunity. It fell right into my lap. Uh, It was because I began networking with certain people and it turns out one of those people took a liking to me and ended up putting me on the show as a news correspondent and that's when I really started learning about radio, the ins and outs, the things that you have to do, uh, you know, and once that was all said and done with and I moved on from that, uh, I, I, I've been sort of self-teaching myself, uh, you know, throughout the past uh, eight or nine months on how to really have a broadcast uh, in a way that I can attract not just people from the United States or where I'm from, Minnesota, but on a world scale. You know, I want to. I wanted to do a show that incorporated the paranormal, okay, and that incorporated Bigfoot, UFO, UAP, conspiracy theory. You know, you can go on and on. There were so many factors I wanted to put in play. And there's a lot of people out there still to this day that tell me you can't possibly do a show like that. You have too many subjects you know, you're, you're going to get followers that want one thing, followers that want another, this and that. That's absolutely not true. You know, people want a wide variety. They don't want to hear the same thing every other day. There's a lot of copycats out there, for example, that say, toss guests around, you know, they'll be on this show one day, they'll be on that show the next day. Then a month later, they'll be back on the show, you know, talking about the same stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, I, the one thing I didn't want to be was one of those type of copycats. And so, you know, I, I very quickly told myself that I'm going to allow not only the paranormal and things of that nature, But I'm going to allow politics. I'm going to allow everything. So whatever is on somebody's mind, they're more than welcome to come to the show. You know, if they want to talk during the week on NTR Daily, which, of course, is a more laid back show, you know, that's, hey, we can do that. Or if you want to be a guest on the actual show on Saturday and Sunday nights, we can do that as well. And you just throw me a subject and we'll go at it. I consider myself quite learned about multiple subjects, so um, it's not a problem for me. I can literally sit down without any information in front of me or anything. Uh, Maybe I use my cell phone on occasion, but besides that, uh, I can talk with people for hours. So, you know, that's the type of show that I wanted. Uh, You know, we also have call-in numbers as well, and I enjoy talking to people. Okay. I enjoy, you know, learning their points of view, for example, you know, their background, uh, you know, and same thing with Jennifer, you know, she enjoys it. People like calling, you know, to talk to her about what she does on the show. Um, And it's just all around, um, you know, it's sort of eye the beholder sort of thing. I thought, you know, well, you know, I'm doing a show and, And there's some people that listen and then it started to grow and grow and grow and it got to the point where even i you know didn't realize how many listeners i was actually getting uh and it you know it was it was so baffling i had to start asking people and i said what what do you think you know of the show that we do why why is it so appealing and, you know, I'm not trying to uh, pat myself on the back here, but it is it is always the uniqueness of Jennifer and me and the charisma that we have via the airwaves. Right. So it's something that I would have never thought of uh, to, you know, be uh, number one in terms of our success so far. It, it was always, I always had thought about, well, we got to talk about this and that and blah, blah, blah. Uh, no, it's just the pure, simple fact that we have a a chemistry where we sort of answer each other's questions. We know what we're going to say. We know our attitudes. And it turns out it mixes up just like pancake mix for breakfast, my friend.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know it's it's really interesting. This, you know, I talk a lot about the paranormal since I started, and you know, Glenn Jackson, uh, he's my co-host on the new show.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which we're going to have some other people that's also going to fill in on my show, Grizzly Show here. Okay. They help me with guests. Uh I talked to Jennifer. I talked to you. I talked to some other people to to co host with me and, and talk that's about correct. certain things. But you know, some people get in that routine where they say the same thing every day on right. the air. You know, and it's like I know what's getting ready to come out of Grizzly's mouth. You know?
1: <laughs> right, so, right,
0: right. You know, and now that's and, how
1: that's how I feel too you know when i'm doing my shows i feel like i'm so repetitive sometimes Right, but again it goes back to the whole eye of the beholder thing i'm really not you know probably same thing with you you may think that but you're really not you know
0: well i try to be diversified and one thing that i always say to people that's listening you know from and i say coast to coast and around the world i do have that that's right and uh you know I listen to people's encounters and experiences. I don't put them down. I don't think they're nuts. Don't think they're crazy, you know. And like the last gentleman I had on the show a few minutes before you got on, having his encounters with Sasquatch was him in a hammock and Sasquatch rubbing his head. I mean, (laughs) that's different. I I could tell you. I haven't heard that one yet. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch that one. So, and and you can tell that there's a charisma about him that for some reason that Bigfoot is attracted to him, no matter what state he goes to. Really, And we even talked about him writing a book about his experiences. And I, and I shared him that uh, link that I share everybody about the evidence and, and EVPs and howls and growls and explain that because some people that do not tune in, or tune in that are new don't know about that. So, mm. you know, you you try to get out of that repetitiveness state, and you don't want to say the same thing over and over each show, right? And you know, like I try to tell John, that was his name. You know, where in the in the sand do you draw the line? I mean, right. if you believe in Bigfoot, then what about Dogman? I right, mean... and it,
1: it keeps escalating, like I mentioned yeah, before, Mothman right. and things like that. Yeah, Mothman,
0: uh, the Goatman from Louisville, Kentucky, and right, right, which I actually had somebody on the show. And then this is wild since we brought up Goatman, he was at a friend's house, and his neighbor came over, he's like, Man, no, I, I and I'm like, what in the <laughs> hell is going on? And yeah. That, and the guy was telling me, so that's what I was wanting to know. And he said there was goat man that was saw or seen last night going down through the creek to the, the train trestles. And then there's a long history of that. Ooh. Uh there really is. And um, a lot of history with that in Louisville, Kentucky.
1: Oh, I'm so, sorry. I'm reading a message. A, a giant message popped yeah, up on my I screen. It up so, for you. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Let's see. Oops, being hiding there. Hold on one second. Uh, do, 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 do. I got something blocking my view. I can't read the last part. Could you be as kind as to read that last yeah, part? Oh, wait. There we go.
0: They're crazy. Isn't it? And and I, there
1: really- we go. Okay, that's right. Absolutely. So
0: this guy, once he finally got out of the ooh, like <laughs> guy sound like Captain Caveman, you know what I'm saying? I, I love
1: the impression. I love the impression. So, yeah.
0: And uh he's like, Well, take me down there. Let, let's go. And and the neighbor was like, Are you crazy? He goes, Yep, I sure am. He <laughs> said, I I go out and look for Bigfoot and I look for anything. And I never had a chance to look for Goat Van and let's let's do it. And uh
1: I, I will tell you that that, that is uh, I haven't heard a goat man story in a long time.
0: So. Yeah, well, it, it's it's coming back. I can assure you that.
1: Oh, yeah. And there's yeah. like
0: I said, you need to Google it. Uh, Louisville, Kentucky Goatman. man. Uh, there's a lot of history
1: with it. Okay.
0: OK. And a lot of suicides that uh, mm-hmm. claim that the goatman has been involved with. Grizzly, your caveman impersonation cracking me <laughs> up. <laughs> See,
1: I, I love that. Yeah, that was. Yeah, you know,
0: that's why I said you never know what's gonna come out of my mouth. <laughs> but uh, he went. The neighbor finally took him down there, and uh, he was like, "What's in your backpack?" And he said, "Don't worry, it's in my backpack. Just take me where you said that people have seen the goat man." Yeah. So they're walking along, and uh, they're following the creek and everything. And the guy said, stop, don't move. And the neighbor about passed out. He thought he saw a goat man. I mean, just like freaked out. And he was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What what, what are you (laughs) seeing? Couldn't get it out. There's a track right there in front of us that I've never seen before. And this thing, I can never get it in the camera, right? Because it's different. It's about yeah. that tall. I got okay. my fingers. About. Well, anyway, so he he had plaster in his backpack, you know, part really? of his kit. Oh, okay. So he casted the footprint of Goatman. Now, in Indiana, Smart. it's called uh, DNR. In, in Kentucky, it's called fish and wildlife. That's right. So yeah. this guy that is so into the paranormal and Bigfoot and extra cryptids, took it to the DNR in Indiana and said, what is this? Well, they were dumbfounded and they couldn't explain it. And one said it was a big buck. And the way, if you'd have looked at this cast, you know, you're, you're, oh, no, there's no, yeah. buck. you know yeah, what I'm saying? I could imagine. I mean, not even a cow hoof. And he wow. took it to the Kentucky fish and wildlife and, uh, They wouldn't even entertain them. They didn't want to look at it. Once you brought it out, they just turned their backs and said, have a good day. So, you know, that that speaks some wisdom.
1: That does. That speaks speaks bounds.
0: But uh, he actually casted an actual track, and I've never seen one. And it was, it actually scared me, you know, because.
1: What did I mean? Did it look like a, an actual goat? hoof Uh, just uh, an abnormal size
0: it was abnormal size and then at the back i don't know if people know what goat hoofs look like the back part yeah yeah it was like almost like a square or something
1: that's right yeah
0: but it's it wasn't faked i mean you could see the ridges on the hoof in the in the caster and stuff or the plaster but right You know, and I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, you know. I lived in Indiana, southern Indiana. And uh knowing something like that that walks among us, you know, and Yeah.
1: Makes you want to pull your bed sheets up at night, you know.
0: More than that. I mean, (laughs) my lord. So
1: you know.
0: And, and that's what I tell people when I, when I talk to them is that, you know, if you believe in this then how come you don't believe in that? I mean, where do you draw the line in the sand?
1: Yeah. You know, I think, I think at one point, uh, once you start believing in things like that, you know, dog man and moth man and, and here we're talking about goat man, for example. um, Do you even, you know, cross the line in the sand, to be honest with you? Once you start believing in those things, I mean, you could. Uh, To me,
0: you have to. I mean, if one exists, why not the other? Exactly. I mean, people, you know, okay, I'll tell you right now, and I say this on every show.
1: Here we go. What's that?
0: Here it comes. We know a little Johnny runs around the woods drunk in an ape suit all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Holds havoc on people. All right. So we know there's hoaxes and and fakes. We know that, (laughs)
1: Right, yeah, but
0: the overwhelming evidence of people's photographs and videos that they capture, yeah, by mistake. I mean, how can you explain that?
1: E- exactly, yeah. There's you been know? a multitude of that, a multitude and, of that for years now.
0: Yeah, and you know, everybody says, "Well, we need a body." Well, we have bodies, and I think the government had them from Mount St. Helens, from eyewitness testimony that I can't prove. That they saw cargo nets with animals that were huge and hairy that yeah. were dead. Then I uh, always talk about on the show the 99 Forest Fire out Midwest where the mm-hmm. firefighters were patching up Sasquatch. Yep. Trying to, you know, make them feel at ease. And nice thing, you know, the National Guard is there. And you weren't yeah. here. I weren't here. You didn't see this. You didn't touch it.
1: It's kind of funny how that happens. Clear.
0: Yeah. It's all like, right.
1: like, a, like a Roswell sort of situation. Mm hmm.
0: So, you know, I usually bring those topics up because a lot of people don't know about them. Um,
1: No, they sure don't. They sure don't. One
0: thing I noticed lately, and not only have I tested this theory, I remember when the internet first came out, we didn't have search engines. We had to use the backslash, forward slash, dash, and all that other stuff to get to places.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Then, when Google first came out, it was funny because when we didn't know the answer, we always said Google it. And the older generation was like, What, what, what are you talking about, Google? it well, we don't have to go to libraries no more. you know, that's I had to go to libraries.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I can't imagine I a computer. I, I can't imagine if I went back and I told myself the technology that we have today, uh, just like you said there, you know, well, hey, why, you, why don't you Google it? You know, I might be punched in the face for saying that back then.
0: <laughs> yeah i know right <laughs> but the point i was making is is that i i found out by other people that i interview mm-hmm. in testimony that google is scrubbing information
1: oh without question
0: 100 percent. i didn't know that and that really took me back and that's why a lot of people are telling me use duck duck go it's unfiltered. It's what it what it is. What it is, and you'll find it at, if it's out there.
1: That's right. Yeah, Duck Duck, Duck Duck Go is a very, um, well, um, you know, it's, it's it's a very conservative site. You know, it's well, a, a a social I, I media platform. So. Yeah, yeah, they're very uncensored. Uh, you know, they as long as you're not out there trying to, you know, uh, write down that you're going to kill somebody for God's sakes or something. Um, you can search whatever you want. There is no bias. Okay. Right. Or, I, or they're not forcing you to look at something that you don't want to look at, you know? So, right? and of course and there's no lies.
0: No, there's not. They, they, I mean, what they, it leave, is, it, is they what leave it, is what it
1: is. up to you. You determine.
0: Right. And I remember when Google first came out, it was not censored. And I asked oh, yes. a question on Google <laughs> Why don't we ever go back to the moon? And boy, did I come up with 50-something pages or plus, you know? Oh, Uh, yes. We were told not to go back to the moon, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. And it was probably, I'm 48, so it was probably my late 20s, early 30s. (laughs) I Googled that again, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't find nothing on it. And uh, so that really stuck with me for a minute. Because, you know everybody's got their own theories about the moon and everything. Grizzly, you your caveman impression? Yeah, I know. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I like oh, that it,
1: Oh, it popped so. up for me. Okay, yeah, but no, uh, yeah, no. The uh, uh, being on the moon topic there, you know, absolutely. Uh, that's just one of millions of things that they're slowly changing. Uh, when you go to search, you know, uh, it falls into the same category as World War II, for example. Uh, a lot of people attempting to search that because of what's going on in the world today. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong, that's not just because of 2022, but this has been going on for quite a bit where you're finding less and less and less about what Germany did. For example, what Hitler was all about. Um, you know what socialism truly is. It isn't this cool, hip thing where everybody's equal and has the same amount of money, and we all lively, you know, live happily ever after, and blah blah blah. Yeah, they censor things on a daily basis uh, over there at Google and many many other platforms. I can assure you of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's you're valid, and that's the truth. I I found out. I tested the theory and.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Good, you uh, look up, all, all you have to do is look up something. Con- Nowadays, you can just look up something controversial. OK, uh, uh, politically, if you want the downright uh, uh, answer that these things are being taken away. Uh, if you're not keen uh, to know where to go to find out the actual news that's going on, uh, you, you can find out that these things are being uh, taken away left and Right. You know, and it has a tendency to lean towards uh, the Democratic Party. So,
0: oh, he said it, ladies and gentlemen. Hey,
1: you know what? I said it, it came out of my mouth. I know it's a really, really dirty word to some people, but
0: (laughs) I'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we would. Yeah. You know, going back to the moon, you know, it's in, I don't know, Bo's in here or if he's going to come back. But, Bo, I actually looked it up again, and our moon is the only one that does not rotate around a planet.
1: That's correct. That is correct.
0: Uh, I think think he gave me a couple other planets in our solar systems that did, but I couldn't find it.
1: Very small and few, I'll, I'll tell you that.
0: But why is that, you know?
1: You know, it's uh, what is truly on the dark side of the moon? You know, uh, uh, right China
0: reminds me of Pink Floyd.
1: It does. Do you want, We got some Pink Floyd music somewhere around here. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, China had landed a, a rover, a lunar rover, uh, supposedly on the dark side of the moon. Um you know, and people say, well, there it is, clear and cut. You know, look at these pictures and and whatnot. Uh, you know, the, the funny thing about it is is it, it, that that was a very small, teeny section that you ever got pictures of or photos of, at least here in the United States in the West. Uh, so I still have no, that's not proof to me uh, what the hell is on the other side of the moon, the dark side of the moon, so to speak. You know, there could be a multitude of things, uh, you know, with the Apollo missions, uh, there was much, much said, you know. Um, and then, of course, you know, it, it goes, to, you know, speaking of Apollo missions, uh, I'm opening my own subject here. But uh, uh, did we even go is another factor. You know, I, I really do. At this moment, there's not enough knowledge for me out there, uh, not enough information uh, to tell me that we did you know i'm just going to be honest with you uh you know things could be set up okay in that time period uh for uh, to, to to look like we did so I mean, people wouldn't question people didn't know what it was like to do things like that they would simply be in shock and awe and amazed by what they're seeing so there would be zero questions of course uh but the thing is is, of course, the biggest one, you know, we haven't been back uh, since, you know, if we had the technology then, why aren't we there now, Uh, you know, um, and then, of course, the biggest factor of them all is, I thoroughly believe it was nothing more than a morale booster for the United States, because if you recall that time period, it seemed as if the Soviet Union was making major leaps and bounds in just about every category on the face of the earth. And instead of having to show face to the Russians, we had to do something drastic, drastic. And that drastic was going to the moon, something that the Russians could not complete. As a matter of fact, they couldn't even get by the Van Allen belt which is a whole other subject we could talk about, but um, it was a morale booster. As far as I'm concerned at this point, we needed something to jumpstart uh, uh, our society, our, our, our morale, everything was going downhill at that point. And right after that, if you noticed, things did get magically better and uh, the Soviet Union lost all heart with it. You know, it was sort of a oh darn, we didn't beat them on that one, uh, and it just it just rippled through uh, uh, the country of Russia, and we ended up gaining the upper hand, and it just improved from there.
0: Well, that leads me back to the Eisenhower, you know, the the mm-hmm. treaty allegedly he signed with the aliens,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. So
0: we get the technology from them. You know using the technology from their knowledge right now.
1: You know the thing is, is that as far as the moon and gaining technology, of course, like I said, I don't see any. There's no evidence to me that we've been on the moon. um, You know, as far as uh, 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 humans are concerned, Uh, but now technology. Now that could be a whole different story. Uh, that could be given to us by, uh, you know, if if you will, aliens or uh, interdimensional beings, perhaps uh, going back and through through portals and such, different planes of existence. Uh, uh, so I would bet more on that. To the things that we have today, stealth technology, for example, things of that nature. It could have very well been gathered from, uh, you know, an outside source. When I say outside source, I mean, of course, the universe.
0: Well, I mean, you look at the leaps and bounds we have made in technology since the exponentially,
1: exponentially, as well.
0: You know, and uh, you know, now I'm hearing that the military is thirty to fifty years advanced in technology than what we are, which there's no doubt.
1: They say, yeah, the, the, the range I would say is about 20 to 25 years. Uh, And, you know, of course there are, there there are things out there that, you know, we, we do know about, you know, the public knows about right off bat certain things, you know, that, that aren't mind blowing or for national security and things of that nature. But, you know, it, 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 you know, it, The Internet, for example, you know, it it didn't come out with Web TV, which a lot of people think that it did. Uh, The Internet was a creation uh, of the government. You know, they they had the Internet, uh, I do believe, in the late 60s, early 70s, if not sooner. So, you know, things of that nature, uh, there's a lot of stuff that they have that we just don't know about and we won't know about for a long time. Uh, They have to have the upper foot. Uh, for national security purposes and things of that nature,
0: oh, they can say that all day long. It's always classified.
1: Oh, it's classified no matter what. So it's, it doesn't matter. I can say anything I <laughs> I want about the whole subject. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be classified at the end of the day.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is. So where do you go? Let's, you know, and once again, where do you draw that line in the sand?
1: Right. Right, right. You
0: know, it's hard to say. It really is.
1: It, it, it really is, you know, but uh, as far as far as uh, now you're speaking military and you're speaking uh, this type of stuff, you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the other show. But, uh, you know, the UAPs that, uh, you know, we have been suddenly seeing now for the past couple of years, which a majority of have been by, you know, uh, bases, military bases, especially off the coast of San Diego and things of that nature. Um, and nuclear silos, nuclear silos, mind you. Um, and they have already shown the capability of turning said nuclear silos off, uh, Mm -hmm. some of the bases and whatnot, Uh, especially, I remember I'm originally from Michigan myself. Uh, and we of course had the incident in the UP where they completely had control over some of our silos, uh, uh, in terms of, uh, they could launch. We, we had no ability to stop what was happening at that point, uh, which is a little frightening. So, uh, but, uh, you know, that, that question of where you draw the line in the sand, that really is a good question. I mean, it really is. Where do you, because at this point, I mean, so much is being exposed and, it's going to continue to be exposed. It's only going to get better for the people seeking answers out there. It's just a—it's just a matter of time. Uh, you know, disclosure is literally right around the corner. Uh, you know, it—it—it—it it, 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 it almost happened this past summer, uh, but uh, of course the government uh, found a loophole for that, uh, and we—we we were just shy of finding the truth out. Um, so the line in the sand, it's, it's movable. It's for sure movable. I'll tell you that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. You know, I mean, some of the stuff that we hear interviewing people, you know, it's just hard to fathom to understand, you know, it is It you is. Got people say, you know, if you're not, if you don't believe in this, this and this, then you're not part of my group.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, 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 I you know, it really makes me upset that, you know, that there's folks out there that are that biased. You know, it, it, it's 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 one it's one category. It truly really is. Everything else is a subcategory of that category. OK, um, you know, it, it's similar to conspiracy theorists, for example, uh, years ago uh, 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 in particular. Um, you know, people people like us were calling things that that are taking place as we speak but uh, you know the government learned how to make the mass public uh, the the average citizen believed that people that want to explore different areas, uh, you know conspiracy theorists or talk about aliens and this and that are lunatics and that those are the people that you shouldn't listen to. listen to the straight-minded people you know listen to us the government. You know, there's always something you can play that off with. It was a weather balloon. You know, it was this and that, blah, blah, blah. But it turns out that the conspiracy theorists have been right. And the tides are turning. The tides are turning back in our direction. We are the truth tellers of 2022 and beyond.
0: Well, that's why we have pictures and videos of stuff in the air that people don't want to believe exists.
1: That's right. It's right there and, in front of their face.
0: And Hitler had his own flying saucer, and they made fun of it for years. Till the video clip came out, eight to 12 seconds of flying over a building.
1: Where they, all that, where they, all that
0: technology go to?
1: Exactly. Where did that technology go? And of course the uh, uh, the Bell Das Bell they were experimenting with, which is mind blowing. If people don't know what that is, they need to look that up. Uh, I mean, uh, they were uh, essentially uh, teleporting people, (laughs) you know, Uh, and at most times um, it wasn't worth. they didn't, they didn't uh, 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 learn a way to harness it correctly. Uh, But, you know, and there was multiple deaths that came from it, scientists and technicians and this and that and soldiers. Uh, But, uh, you know, where did they get that from, for example? You know, it has to come from somewhere. Anything that you hear about, I can assure you it was someone's idea or it came from something. Things just don't happen for no reason. I've learned to understand that. So,
0: well, you can bring up Tesla.
1: Tesla as well. Tesla yeah, with, as well.
0: 60 or 70 or 80 trunks that are missing from his apartment.
1: Somebody that could benefit us greatly. You know, we can't we can't be allowed to go, uh, you know, bonkers on the intelligence and learning more. They have to keep you at a certain level. You know, you can't go beyond what the government knows. That would be outrageous. But Tesla, as you brought up, is one of the people that could have advanced us very well in multiple ways.
0: And how did he get his information?
1: And there you go. How did he get his information? So again, so forth, exactly. So there you go. Again, it goes back to the whole thing where do you draw the line? It keeps moving. The line can move and move and move, you know, determine, you know, determining uh, who you're talking about, uh, uh where it's from, things like that. It, it could, it's, it's constantly moving.
0: Well, and it's always going to be moving. I mean, I think the government's always going to be shy. And not tell the whole truth.
1: Yeah, I don't, uh, you know, I think it's it's sort of, uh, it, it reminds me of a child on a playground that doesn't want to give up his uh, scoop and sand bucket. You know, uh, it's just, uh, especially here in the United States, uh, again, it goes back to, uh, we could do incredible things if civilians had uh, greater knowledge uh, than the government uh, uh You know, or were able to uh, create without being watched, or uh, their creations perhaps being taken away immediately under the guise of national security or things of that nature. So it's you know, it's the the government is Big Brother, and will forever be Little Brother. So,
0: yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, I, I didn't Google start face recognition or something, or they were going they, to?
1: You know, that, oh, it's, it's well beyond that. Uh, I mean, look at the technology that they have now in cell phones alone. You know, I was actually talking to Jennifer a few days ago. I was laughing uh, because of the, the prices, how they, on some of these new phones, they don't tell you the actual price of the phone on the television commercial anymore because they don't want to scare you to death and run away right. from that device. Uh, but it was funny that they had mentioned uh, you get $1,200 off. You know, <laughs> like, well, how much is that cell phone uh, right. for you to be throwing out uh, a $1,200 off rebate? Uh, but the thing that I noticed uh, a few days ago now is the technology to detect uh, if you've been in a car accident, for example, um, And the thing can call 911 for you, call the authorities without you uh, essentially even touching it at this point. Um, And then, of course, now you have watches, watches that track your heartbeat, that track the, you know, of course we had, you know, uh, for quite a bit, you know, how, how many steps you took in a day. But we're well past that now. Uh, your lung capacity, your O2 saturation, uh, your uh, uh, the the electrodes in your brain, how are they functioning? Uh, you know, do you have a cold coming on? Uh, you know, there are, uh, and this is just from a watch. Now, keep in mind, of course, that's the whole startling thing about this is that they have all that information in just a teeny tiny watch. So we could go back to the whole thing about what the government has. Yeah, of course they're advanced 20 to 25 years. You wouldn't think anything like this, uh, you know, five to ten years ago would be possible with a wristwatch, for God's sakes.
0: Well, yeah, you're right. No argument there.
1: It's it's just amazing technology. And and like I had mentioned, you know, it's exponential. You know, we are learning quickly, uh faster. You know, uh, whether it is uh, simply reading off a schematic or not, things uh, to the civilian population are going at high speed, at high speed. Technically, by the time 2050, let's say, for example, comes around, we should be on Mars, you know, if you want to, you know, the whole thing there. We should be on Mars. We should be beginning to explore. There is a certain point where we have to evolve to the next level of civilization out there in the universe. Uh, we are—we're still at level zero, uh, to which you know that I'm referring. Of, of course, is uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, uh, civilization zero. You know, we 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 don't even know. We're, we're still using fossil fuel. There there are there are civilizations out there. Okay, well, estimated, uh, of course, uh, that are level three, which is the highest, of course, uh, that harness their energy by sucking the power of stars and leaving that whole solar system, for example, completely dead, and they simply move on to the next. So they are almost gods, I guess you could say. Um, And yes, we're only at zero. We are at a turning point, though, however. Between zero and one, there is always in every civilization a time period that will determine whether you are going to stay zero and die off or you are going to advance to the next level and move off of your planet. Um, And I'll tell you right now, that's looking pretty iffy for us, uh, moving to that next level. Uh, We are so infatuated with killing each other alone as a society, as humans, um, that you simply can't achieve moving forward. We're just going to end up killing ourselves off. So let's pray that doesn't happen.
0: Well, and I had people tell me before that, you know, certain types of aliens are are trying to uh, stop us from destroying the earth and killing ourselves.
1: No, you would think that is obvious, yeah, because, you know, of what I explained earlier about the, uh, uh, the nuclear silos, you know, if they have the ability to take complete control of, you know, uh, our nuclear arsenal, for example, obviously they can do that to every other nation on the face of the earth that controls nuclear weapons. Um, I feel as if they could stop that then. Uh, and then maybe come down, teach us uh, how we're supposed to be, be friendly. You know, this is the way that you evolve. This is how you become a part of the Galactic Federation, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but they haven't done that yet. Uh, I, you know, I I believe that it is a thing that we have to achieve on our own. That's the key. That's the key to moving on to the next level. That's the key to perhaps uh, finally making extraterrestrial contact or however it may be, uh, they're watching us, waiting to see, will that human race, that civilization on uh, Earth, will they make the right choices on their own? That's what they're looking for.
0: Well, let's look at the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Egyptians. You know, what happened to their races?
1: You know... Those can be... Now, we can go on about that as well. You know, you could say crazy things happened, you know, uh, that uh, weren't of the norm, I suppose. Uh, But realistically, I would say that, you know, we've had multiple extinctions, mass extinctions, of course, throughout the history of our planet. Uh, I think it's a situation of... uh, in a bad place at a bad time for some of these folks. Uh, Perhaps it was an asteroid with the dinosaurs. Uh, You know, it could have been a a giant volcano, super volcano going off somewhere in the world uh, that eliminated the Mayans. Uh, You know, we don't know. We don't know. We just know that there's been mass extinctions on the planet. We don't know how they happened. Uh, But at this point, our era, uh, we're alive now. We can judge things now, you know. Uh, But, of course, all those are theories about the mass extinctions and things of that nature. We'll never, ever truly know. We can do all the research we want, uh, all the digging, all this and that. But the fact of the matter is we were not there. We did not see it with our own eyes, and nobody did. So we don't know what really happened. And it's
0: not in writing either. Not
1: in writing. Uh, Yes, you're correct. Why is it that none of that stuff is in writing? I I can
0: think of they all disappeared at the same time.
1: All disappearing at the same time. You know, who can who can explain the Dark Ages as well? Why is there no information at all coming out of that time era? What happened then? People people believe, of course, with that, the Dark Ages was caused by a supernova. Uh, and that, of course, would cause that long of a period of absolutely no history coming out of that period. Because the Earth was essentially sanitized. And then it slowly started to come back. Everything else, though, it's up in the air. It's very debatable.
0: Well, it's like the elongated skulls. They don't have that suture mark in it. And yeah. And they said from the beginning that uh, they wrap their children's heads that way to mimic the they, gods.
1: They certainly do. To and show now them.
0: they're reconstruction, or reconstructing the face like the police do to identify the body. And it looks like it, it, it could be Sasquatch or Bigfoot it or does. the Giants. So. It does, doesn't
1: it? it? It does have the same structural features as one would believe Bigfoot has. Um, but yes, you're right. They they did do that to their young. Uh, believe it or not, there's not a lot of people that understand that or know that. Um, but no, that is something that was done on purpose. Uh, actually, there's also the neck elongation. Uh, mm-hmm. They continue to add rings as they get older. And uh, the men, as a matter of fact, I do believe it is, uh, it's, it's a part of a uh, mating sort of ritual. Uh, that, uh, for example, was a sign of masculinity. That was a sign that I'm the big bad boy on the street if I have more rings than you and my neck is the size of a giraffe. So, uh, you know, they're just strange things that you wouldn't think about right offhand. And that goes again to me saying that we just don't know what happened in the past, because look at that, you know, how could you explain somebody with a long neck before, you know, you would never say, well, they did that on purpose with rings, uh, earth-based. This was all earth-based, you know? So wild things do happen. Wild things happen for sure. Yeah, they do.
0: You know, I mean, it's interesting to see what's gonna to happen to our civilization. are we next?
1: It, you know it's I, like I said I, I I hope not you know I, I don't have much confidence right now uh you know even for the next couple of years uh, but we have been the human race has been through multiple situations that are bad uh and we've come through them. And I think what's happening now, even though it seems extremely bad, I think that we'll get through this as well. At least in the back of my head, there's a small percentage that I think we'll get through this. I could be wrong. But, you know, what are they going to say about us is what I think about uh, when we are finally, say, off the planet or we ended up killing ourselves or went extinct. What is going to be the something that we left behind?
0: Well, they got the DNA bank of uh,
1: all the plants. The the seed storage. Uh, yeah. Yes, that uh, I do that. It's north of Norway. Am I wrong on that, or is that north sure. northwest? Uh, yeah, the seed storage, uh, which they uh, I believe that was only built. I think we're going on just twenty years now. Um, in case of uh, in, you know an apocalypse of sorts, uh, an asteroid hitting the planet, or things like that, uh, there are some situations, unfortunately, that even the seed storage uh, would not be able to withstand. Uh, that, of course, being like an X flare, or uh, we just mentioned it, a supernova. Uh, you know, so it's. Again, what could we leave behind? How are people going to know we're here if there's a nuclear devastation or an X-flare and things of that nature? Um, It's it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It's almost as if you're living day to day by now when it comes to these sort of things. You simply have to get up in the morning and hope, uh, you know, there's something not drastic going on, like another 9/11, for example, or something like that, and go to sleep happily, and then wake up and hope again, day by day. So it's it's becoming a very crazy world out there, more so than we've ever known it to be, uh, and that's hard to explain. That alone is hard to explain. Why are things going in the direction that they're going so quickly and so badly? Is something that I am still doing, so-called research on.
0: I can point you in the right direction.
1: Point me, my friend. Democrats. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, you know, you didn't bring it up before. You said we we'll be talking about that. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. That's absolutely right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to say the, the left. Yes, Democrats.
0: There's more yeah. people that died under the Clinton administration than any other administration in history. I mean, how can you get people that commit suicide with the wrong hand using a gun?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: They didn't think things through. No, and they certainly didn't. Them. You know, when she ran for office for Senate, people end up having plane crashes and dying. And, you know, I mean, you, you just can't just say everything's a coincidence. No, and I'm not going to harp on that subject too much because I don't get people upset. But, you know, each, you their know, own, some, some, own opinions.
1: Sometimes people need to get upset. And here's why, because there are some people out there that are living blissfully and have no idea what's going on around them or say overseas and things of that nature that could affect them greatly. So I have to say that there are some that, unfortunately, need to hear this, you know, so they're prepared or so they know the truth about, say, the left, for example, so we don't have another catastrophe in the waiting by electing, say, another, you know, Democrat to office, for example. Look at what happened when we had you know, the government in full control, like we have now, going back two or so years ago, uh, look how drastically things have changed, uh, and how day by day they're getting immensely worse, even frightening, even frightening. So people need to understand these things sometimes, You know, saying it once, one thing, you know, you won't hark on the subject. But people need to do their research. It is okay to open up a book. It's okay to learn about history. You don't have to get your news from CNN or Don Lemon. I can tell you that much.
0: Well, it brings us back up to the paranormal, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Dogman, everything
1: (laughs) It's just, it's one big circle. It it really is. is. It really is,
0: you know. And the people I interviewed today, you know, they they believed in it, but they didn't know they did believe in it, right? And uh, right. until they had their encounter, the next thing you know, they wouldn't go in the woods for ten years.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know, it's you know, I, I think a majority of people they they want to believe, you know, they want to believe, but uh, you know, we discussed this on one of our shows. To be honest with you, is the fact that people. You know, you don't have to be afraid anymore. Uh, If ever a better time is the year 2022 to come out and express things that you've been through, if it has to do with UFOs or uh, aliens, extramental beings, uh, uh, you know, the paranormal, Bigfoot, Mothman, whatever, you know, you could go on and on. Uh, Now's the time to come out because people are coming out finally. Uh, We're being recognized as a legitimate source of information. It's not mainstream, of course, you know, people will say, uh, but you're gathering, I, you, know, you know what I want to say? It's the news you truly can use is, you know, from the people like us uh, that are telling you things that you really need to know. You know, I don't need to know uh, that the Democratic Party, you know, uh, for example, is pushing for uh, drag queens in school. That's something I don't need to know, frankly, you know, but if you have things that you need to say, you know, things that you've experienced, you know, similar to Jennifer, you know, come out, speak the truth, tell people. There are people that are listening, that want to hear what you have to say, and then you'll give the others more motivation, more strength to come out and say what they have to say. And then sooner or later, you have a complete alliance of people that are communicating amongst each other and finding out the truth. And it will become overwhelming. And it will no longer be, I wish I knew what this was all about. It will be, we demand to know what is happening. So,
0: no longer should people be afraid. To be honest.
1: You don't think they can handle the truth? Is that what you're saying? No, now, some, so. you know, I, I'm going to, I'll agree with you that uh, 50, 50 on that. Uh, yes, there are some that would, I think, uh, be quite shocked. Uh, and, and shock is putting it lightly to find out just the things that we're talking about uh, on the show right now alone, I think would be a lot <laughs> for certain people. Uh, but there is as well, just as many people Uh, that would love to see things like this discussed, uh, going more in depth on these uh, subjects. Uh, Because again, these are real things as far as, you know, politics and war. Uh, But, you know, as far as the paranormal and Bigfoot and and UFOs and, and whatnot, these are real things as well. There's, you know, things that point that direction, you know, Wouldn't you want to go investigate it? Wouldn't you want to listen to, you know, if there's any type of news on that scenario, you know, Bigfoot and things, uh, you know, or the UFO, you know, uh, ships hovering above Earth, for example. You know, those are things I'd want to know. I would want to know about that stuff. So the more people that come out, the crazy title gets removed from people like us, which was put in place obviously by the government, because it immediately tells you, it's sort of when you're in a fight, uh, a verbal fight, and you have completely defeated the person verbally and mentally, and they only come when, uh, come back at you with, well, you know, go F off, for example. You know right away you won the conversation. That is similar to what the government is doing with that whole scenario. So uh, again, people, you know, we're not, we're not weird. We're not crazy. We don't walk around with uh, tinfoil hats on and things like that. Uh, you know, we just Sometimes see. I do. You just know, for fun, if you want to. For fun, if you want to. There's some things that uh, I do that uh, is probably <laughs> weird and whatnot. But, you know, uh, you got to keep getting things out. You got to get it out there. People want to know this stuff. People want to know. That's the bottom line, you know.
0: Well, I mean you you take nine eleven. Yeah, I remember that morning.
1: Oh, I, I as well. Yes, I
0: was yep. at the gas station. Everybody had the car doors open. They were listening, and I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Yes, and they're telling me. So I'm driving to work, and it's all over the radios, and uh, we have the uh, SDF eight International Airport in Louisville. Okay. And uh, I worked in a high-rise building, and people were literally freaking out about being in buildings.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. For that first couple of hours.
0: We had to let employees leave because their panic attacks and stuff, being 10 floors up in a building and don't know what's going on or what's happening around the world. and I mean, seeing people's fear and, and crying and
1: that was attacks. a that, that that was a very realistic moment, uh obviously. I don't need to say that. You yeah, know, that be, was uh, but, you know, you it, know,
0: bring up UFOs, bring up aliens. I mean, let's talk about the treaty that was signed. I mean, right. how would people react with that?
1: Right, right. You know, I i going back to what you said, you know, uh that that, that is an event that you'll always remember where you were. I I I remember the same thing. I I um uh, I remember waking up and I had a dentist appointment that day. I believe it was, oh, 1130 uh, Eastern time. And I didn't have a radio on or anything or a television. And I remember hopping in the vehicle and turning on the radio stations. And every single radio station had, you know, uh, this terrorist attack on the Twin Towers. But in my head, I was going, why are all these stations Talking about the, 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 the van attack that happened in 1993. I, I literally, in my head, I, I thought, I said, What? Why is everybody talking about that? That was so long ago, you know? Like, yeah, it was a bad thing, you know? I did not know what was happening until I reached the dentist office and there was a party store next door. And I realized that there was a ton of people, uh, like a concert in front of this very small television screen that the guy had on his counter, uh, watching something. And I, I kind of made my way through the crowd and that's how I found out. And I lived in Metro Detroit at the time. And for us, I don't know if you recall, there was rumors that there was a plane headed for Detroit And to be more specific, there was a plane at the time for the first couple of hours thought to be headed towards the Fermi-2 nuclear power plant, of which I was only 25 miles away from. So people were literally running. Okay, this is this is Michigan, mind you. Okay, when this happened now uh, in the suburbs of Detroit, people were running to their vehicles and screeching off. Uh, All you could hear were police sirens, back and forth, emergency first responders, this and that. Uh, People taking their kids out of school in droves. Uh, I mean, it was insanity. And I could tell you this. uh, I've been scared in my lifetime. You know, I've had fear. That was one of the times where I can tell you that was probably the, uh, besides being, uh, growing up in the last half of the Cold War, that's a whole nother subject. Uh, but uh, as far as fear, that that was so intense for me when I found out what was happening. And no one for a very long time knew what the hell was truly going on. You know, a lot of people were saying, this is it. This is it. This is, this is where everything goes. I remember saying to myself, all I wanted to do was get to my mom because I wanted to hug my mom and say, I love my mom. You know, so it was a very intense moment. Obviously, I don't like I said I don't need to say that, but uh, you had brought that up. That's how that's how I found out about what was happening on September 11th. So I was already into the whole thing. So I turned when I saw the buildings had already collapsed and uh, the Pentagon was already hit, and this and that, and people saying that there's uh, you know, so Fermi two is going to get hit. So for me, it was really I said the apocalypse is here. You know, so, you know, not to laugh at the situation, but for me, I came in after the events took place. So I didn't even know what was truly going on, you know, twin Towers falling down and the Pentagon hit and this blue, uh, uh excuse me, not blue, but the white angel in the sky, uh, you know, uh, taking off. And uh, so it was completely shocking for me. My God.
0: Well, we're talking about. You know, instances where, you know, as we were growing up, we remember. I remember John Lennon being shot. Oh, I yes. I forget that being on the news.
1: Yep. Uh, you remember know,
0: when Ronald Reagan was shot.
1: Yes, I remember that very specifically. I remember when um, the
0: Challenger blew up.
1: Challenger blew I, You know, I was, we were let go from school that day. I remember that very specifically. I think it was about... uh uh, noon, uh, roundabouts, uh, and we were sent home and I know I came home and my mom was crying, uh, on the couch and she had the TV on. And that's when I realized what happened. Obviously being as young as I was at the time, I was six years old when that happened. Uh, I didn't, uh, realize the, uh, severity and, and weight of, of what was going on. Um, but, uh, and I also remember being let go from school when Reagan was shot as well. Um, we were sent home. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that stand out, uh, you know, in one's life that you just—it's burnt in your head. You'll never forget where you were in certain situations, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the truth. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with encounters when it comes to Bigfoot or dog man. It,
1: it, it, exactly. And here's the thing, you know, I—I've had, you know, I—I I haven't had the pleasure <laughs> yet of. Uh, me, myself, encountering Mothman and things of the sort, uh, chipacabra, whatever have you. Uh, mine have been uh, UFO. Uh, I remember there was an incident uh, when I lived back home in Detroit, uh, the Detroit area, that I was standing in the middle of my street. And I just so happened to be looking up. I believe it was it was summertime, about 10.30, 11 o'clock at night. And I just uh, happened to be looking at the stars. This is when I smoked cigarettes, you know, and I was standing outside just smoking and looking up. And I kid you not, I don't know if you're a fan of Star Trek. I know a lot of listeners probably are. But if you know what the Klingon battle cruiser uh, looks like, well, I looked up in the sky, and as if it was a sort of rainbow forming that you could see, like a very faint moon, okay, with that type of of luminosity. And it was shimmering as if it was like a ball of rainbow. And I began looking at it closer and closer. And I noticed that there was something waving out of it. It was sort of distorted, very light. I had to be in the right spot at the right time. I'll tell you that. I had to be looking directly at what was happening for me to have ever seen this. If you were slightly off, you wouldn't have seen. So what happened is, is I watched more and more. The, I mentioned the Klingon Bird of, uh, or the Klingon uh, uh, battle cruiser. If you know what that looks like, that is what the shape of this thing, this ship, this craft that shimmered into view and had a rainbowish sort of distortion to it. It looked exactly like that, the Klingon warship. And all of a sudden, it traveled just a little bit and then it morphed right back away as if it wasn't there at all. Uh, with what I do now and how I think, to me, I witnessed, whether it was, you know, intermental creatures or or aliens or whatever, I saw something morphing into our plane of existence and morphing back out. And I'll tell you what, I remember as soon as it disappeared... I flicked my cigarette and immediately ran inside. I was living with a roommate at the time, and I think I almost ripped the screen door off the front of the house, and I was screaming to my friend, you need to come out here immediately. Look and see what i seen. And, of course, it wasn't there any longer, you know, as we moved on past the trees. And still to this day, I remember some of my coworkers at Ford uh, they <laughs> they thought maybe I had a few two spirits in me that night. But I can assure you, that's what I saw. And that is the time that I was... Now, I've always believed, okay, uh, whether whatever you want to call it. At that point that day, though, that is what put the nail in the coffin for me. I don't care if people don't believe me i am only here to tell the truth and the truth is i saw something morphing to earth and morphing, uh morphing back out to another plane yeah. so speaking of you know crazy things and whatnot that's that's where i first truly began to investigate uh, Uh, Things of that nature, you know, and then it moved on to the paranormal and whatnot, even though I was into this stuff, like I said, uh, you know, in my late teens after listening to Art Bell. uh, But that really that was that was the day that I said there there's things out there that you can't explain, you know, and how wonderful would it be if everybody that had experiences like me were able to come out and talk just like I am. Uh, to a wider range of people, uh, you know, via the radio or whatever have you, uh, about their experiences, that would call thousands more out and thousands more, and then we could we could attempt to figure this whole thing out. Maybe the th- the thing is 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 don't be afraid. Like I said before, you can no longer be afraid. What are you afraid of for coming out? What are you going to be called crazy? Well, I've been called plenty of things. I don't mind being called crazy if I'm finding out the truth. Right.
0: I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth. I mean, no matter how you slice the pie and how you digest it,
1: it's. That's right. It's that's, that's absolutely correct. There are things out there that we can't explain, you know, and it, it's, it's just like anything else. You know, you have to learn things, uh, in order to do them uh you have to learn things in order to you know to drive to get your driver's license. you have to show that you're proficient in driving same thing with an airplane pilot uh, you know there's multiple things i was i worked for the railroad I had to go through six months of training to learn how to be a freight conductor you know there's many important things that you need to know uh you know and and just like this, you know we have to learn we have to learn, but if you continue to Uh, thin the the group out okay uh no one's gonna learn no one's gonna to to be able to research and and find out what truly is going on we're going to continue to sit here uh and, and and do nothing but discuss the possibilities when we can find out together what is going on in this world what is going on out there in space what is going on in the universe You know, what's going on with Bigfoot? You know, Uh, it's we can answer these questions. And that, again, I I go back to Night Talks Radio, the show that I do. Um, You know, I I'm looking at people right now in the eyes and I'm telling I'm speaking directly to you. You know who I'm speaking of, which, Uh, you know, let it out. Tell them there are people here that want to hear your story and will believe you. Okay. So that's the whole thing here is that there's nothing to be afraid of anymore. Nothing to be afraid of anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, it's, it's just so you know, rabbit holes you can go down through. And yes, so much that, that we're not being told the truth on. And it reminds but, me of that movie, You Can't Handle the Truth.
1: <laughs> yes. In it yes. A few, a few good men. I, yeah. I can see that in my head right now. I can see him saying that, uh, uh, Oh, what was his name? I, his name escapes me now. Uh, uh great actor though. But, uh, uh, yeah, I can hear that right now. You can't handle the truth. Why can't we handle the truth though? Why can't we handle the truth? You ever thought about that?
0: Yeah. It goes back to the 9-11, the way that employees acted and employees acted in the building about being in the high rise and how they are having panic attacks and you know? Yes.
1: Yes. And the reason why I, I, I wanted to, I I stated that is because of the fact that I I call it 50, 50, because yes, again, there will be a part of the population that will uh, be shocked. Uh, And realistically uh, it's not, it probably won't be friendly if we were, say, to ever have our, you know, uh, visitation and whatnot, it will be more like the you know, <laughs> Independence Day scenario. Uh, you know, the movie, uh, it will be more or less that way. If they're able to get here and travel to our Earth, chances are they don't need us for a single thing. It's sort of walking down the street, um, you know, say, and... You know, when you come across that anthill, uh, do you uh, just want to die uh, if you step on an anthill and kill some ants? Uh, Do you fall to your knees and beg for forgiveness? You have just murdered uh, an entire population in your location. Uh, No, of course we don't that's how it would be for a species traveling to our planet or the ability to do so.
0: Well, they've been doing it for centuries and millennia.
1: Well, it's definitely in our human nature to do so. So that says a little bit.
0: Yeah, it really does. I mean, it says quite a bit. So
1: Here's the thing, though. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, our chances, though, of being discovered are, uh, you know, uh, not many people have thought about this, are decreasing. Um, You know, quite a few people, including Stephen Hawking, for example, said it's probably not a good idea to be sending messages out into space, telling people with a giant beacon that, hey, we're over here. Why don't you come visit? Uh, It might get the attention of, uh, you know, an independence type. Uh, day scenario um, but that that as far as television waves going into space and radio waves and things of that that is coming to a stop now that's going to if there's somebody listening out there uh, if it hasn't already is going to stop because we turned to digital uh, quite some time ago now uh, the analog radio signal is no longer being uh, put into space uh, there's very Uh, minimal things that do that now Um, so our footprint so to speak is decreasing now so the chances of an independence day happening are going down just slightly which you know that maybe that makes somebody's day out there I don't know Well, the actual Independence film
0: with Will Smith was scrubbed thirteen times by the government before it was released. And, it
1: was, yes. You know, and I don't,
0: I still don't understand that.
1: Well, you know, it's I, I, to me, they, they, they want you to have fun, okay? Watching this movie, they got to have something for folks like me and you uh, to watch, to you know, have. A, uh, entertainment with, uh, and to say, you know, hey, look at there, you know, movies depict this and, you know, whatever have you. Uh, so they were keeping a very close eye because they didn't want it to go beyond. They didn't want things to slip out. They were being observed. That film was being observed by many, many people from the government, uh, especially, uh, you know, more. CIA national security advisement, which I thought was uh, very strange as well. Um, But they didn't want it to go much further than what we saw in the film. Uh, And as you said, that was uh, after being, you know, re edited, you know, well over 10 times before its release. Uh, There are some people out there that actually did see some of the. Uh, last of the re-edits uh, when they premiered the movie to uh, screen testers. I would love to talk to one of those people. I want to know what else was in those uh, movies that they thought perhaps might be a little too golden nuggety for folks out there. Could be. So that is that's one of my goals is to to uh, to hear from those people because. Obviously, that film is no longer with us. Uh, uh, It's been completely destroyed, similar to what they do to say you have the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the Super Bowl. Uh, You know, nobody really knows out there that sitting in the wings is, you know, say the Super Bowl champion uh, Kansas City Chiefs, all the jerseys, the hats, the T-shirts, this and that. Uh, already, uh, but Tampa Bay, say, ends up winning the Super Bowl. They take that stuff from the Kansas City side and they incinerate all of it, you know, because if you had your hands on it, uh, well, wow. I can't imagine what that would bring for sports fans. Yeah, that's true. So it's similar to... How I would love to know what was taken out of Independence Day that was so bad that they said uh, we need to change this a little bit.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, we can go all day long about theories and conspiracies and
1: oh, yeah.
0: And oh, my know, gosh. But.
1: yeah. There, and there's so, the thing is, there's the, it, there's so many. There's so many possibilities of different theories and different, you know, like you said, you could go on for hours, days, weeks, you know, it just pick a pick a subject, you know, pick, pick whatever you want to pick. And there's something sneaky about it, you know, so you're absolutely right.
0: You know, in Kentucky, we got the Kentucky goblins, too, so Kentucky Goblins. Kentucky. What?
1: What are the Kentucky Goblins? Believe Wasn't it or not, I,
0: people that were causing havoc to a family in this old house, and really started shooting out the doors and windows, trying to kill them, and this went on for several days. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so. not fun. My goodness. Well, so,
0: what does that tell you? You know,
1: right? You know, uh, here, you know, for a stint, we had. Uh, do you remember those killer clowns?
0: Oh, well, yeah, we talked about that oh. last night. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Somebody thought it would be a, just a wonderful, played out idea uh, to do that around here for nearly two to three years. And it was just getting so old and so played out, you know. Uh, and that's, I, so I understand what you speak of when it's, you know, it, you could talk about things all day. The Killer Clowns. I, As a matter of fact, I thought I had escaped that when I was on my previous show as news correspondent. And wouldn't you know, the person I worked for wanted to do a story about Killer Clowns in Minnesota. And I, I, I almost walked off that day because I was just done with the Killer Clowns thing, you know. So uh, maybe that was half the reason why I left. I don't know. <laughs> Are you still there? I think I I think I lost Oh, wait. I think uh looks like we dropped the screen. Are you there, my friend? Hold on. Like the, yeah i'm here the oh there we are i lost you yeah
0: i think the government or the aliens had something to do with it
1: oh my goodness you know what i wouldn't doubt it it's happened on our show plenty of times when it, you're talking about something very specific and then whoop, there you go yeah
0: yeah i thought it
1: was i thought it was something wrong on my end uh, usually it's my equipment
0: <laughs> no not at all not at all but you know it's it's just amazing what people believe in and what they don't believe in and everything oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, again, you know how could you believe in one thing if you, you know uh, but you don't believe in another you know, that is it's, correct it's, it's it's just it's it's baffling sometimes, but that's why I, I love doing my research and trying to figure out things you know and like I said I I want people to come forward you know I want to hear those stories those intriguing stories.
0: Yeah, well, we always want to know the truth.
1: Oh yeah, the truth is out there. The X Files—I hate to use that—but uh, the truth is out there. Man, that shook
0: up everybody when that was out.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, I—it's you know—I kind of want to go back and look at the episodes that were—you uh, know—how close did they get to some of the truths that are happening today? You know, for example, uh, look at uh, look at Art Bell's uh, book, uh, *The Quickening*. That's something that will pucker your butthole a little bit yeah so you know uh, just a crazy world out there I'll tell you that
0: it is and it's just wild that you know the things that that goes by every day that we don't think about or don't even know the truth about on
1: that's admittedly. right you gotta come out you gotta come out and tell the truth there's people we're you waiting. Know,
0: we may be right and we may be wrong. You know, we're all theorizing. It's one thing we can that's do. That's right.
1: That's right. You know,
0: the paranormal never... is separate from everything, but
1: that's right. Paranormal is separate. You know, all the categories are separate, but, uh, you know, altogether, the bottom line is, is that, uh, get it out. People, we want to know the truth. We yep, want to know. That's true.
0: And if you want to be on my show, all you have to do is email me at Grizzly. The paranormal at gmail.com once again that's grizzly the paranormal at gmail.com well sir it's been another awesome show thank you so much for coming back on
1: absolutely my pleasure.
0: few uh, things to talk about
1: absolutely I enjoy it every time my friend absolutely ladies and gentlemen
0: from coast to coast around the world it's that time again unfortunately Well, you must say goodbye. Be safe. Watch what goes bump in the middle of the night. Keep your eyes open. The truth's out there. Thanks, guys, ladies, gentlemen, admins, mods. I appreciate you all. Thanks for everything. Take care.